Hello everyone, this is your host Ramakrishna from Usha Investment Group, LLC. Welcome back to Multifamily AP360, the show where we discuss 360 degrees views on mindset, passive and active multifamily investing. For those who are looking for tips, strategies, best and challenging experiences. Also, I request you to share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Today's our guest is Bob Lachance from Riva Global. Welcome, Bob. Hi, Rama. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sure. Thank you very much, Bob. Little bit about Bob. Bob is the founder of founder and CEO of Premier Virtual Assistant Staffing Company, Riva Global. He specializes in helping customers automate their business through the use of trained real estate virtual assistants. Before founding Riva Global, Bob played a professional hockey for eight years four years in the United States and the four years in Europe before diving into real estate in 2004. Bob acquired his first flip shortly after and has since completed over 800 plus real estate transactions. His entrepreneurial drive has led him to start two successful real estate coaching programs, two technology companies and various real estate products. Bob is also a co-host on the Friday Coffee Break Unfiltered podcast that is dedicated to real estate professionals and entrepreneurs and puts an unfiltered spin on your typical podcast. So with that, Bob, you want to add anything to your background? No, that's good. I mean, I, we invest in a real estate investment company as well um, as our virtual assistant company. We have about a thousand virtual assistants um, and we work with anyone from you know property managers to single family to fix and flip all in the real estate profession, brokerages, uh, mortgage companies, marketing companies, et cetera, and the medical division. So we do a lot of stuff on the, the virtual assistant side. And we also, I have a real estate investment company as well. Uh, we did a little over 160 properties last year, um, buying and selling um, on the investment side. Um, what else? I also do a couple of things. Um, I have, like I, we talked about before this, uh, invest in some syndications. I had a 10 unit building that I bought, rehabbed and sold, et cetera. So Vast, uh, kind of vast background starting in 2004 in real estate. So um, I guess that's that's two seconds about me. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, before jumping into virtual assistant company side, uh, I have a couple of other questions. So you played uh, hockey eight years and four years in the United States and four years Europe. So share me about that story and uh, tell me about your mindset when you're playing, you know, uh, yep. at highest level. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's uh, I got this question before about, you know, how does playing professional sports relate to business, right? I get that question a lot. And it has a lot of, there's a lot of similarities because in sports, you know, you got to show up every day. Um, you know, you're, you're playing against individuals that are looking to beat you up, right? To beat you down, to win a game. And business is the same thing, right? You're talking to competitor or you're working against competitors you're working to get the next deal you're you're competing for the the next apartment complex right you have to do all of your due diligence same thing with sports and sports you have to you know on your off time you got to work out in hockey you got to lift weights you got to ride the bike you got to shoot pucks you got to you know you got to practice on and off the ice same thing in business so to, to equate to and relate that to you know a lot of individuals that listen to your podcast it's the same thing you got to figure out what market you're going into you got to do your due diligence. You got to run your numbers. You got to make sure your purchase is correct. You got to raise money, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of that mindset from sports 
you know, really relates to us in business. And, you know, the mindset in business is you have to, you have to be able to, you know, take the punches and keep on going because in, in all of our business and real estate, especially, you know, there are ups and downs and you have to stay mentally focused. You have to set goals. If you're looking for an apartment complex and a couple fall, fall through and they don't work out, you always have to have your, your end goal is to see that apartment building. You may not know which apartment building it is, or which property it is, but you have to have that vision, the mindset that 100% it will come. And if you keep moving in this business, you will be successful, right? There's too many people that, you know, they, they get a couple roadblocks and they quit, right? Just like in sports, you can't quit. You have to keep going. You have to keep working out. You have to keep practicing. So I guess that's the, the best way for me to answer and use that analogy of, of sports and business together. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So you explained a bit awesome way. So share me, share me your success formula. And like, you know, sports and business. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's it's interesting. The formula you got to look at is, I think it's it's building the right team is number one. It's very important. Well, mindset, we already touched upon mindset. You have to have the right mindset to be in, in the formula and business, but it's building the right team. There's too many people that think that, um, you know, they could do it themselves or they're the lone wolf. I mean, I look at your podcast, right? You have an incredible website. You do a lot of different things in this field, right? You have to raise money. Guess what? You need a team to raise money. It's not only you by yourself, because if, you, if you're part of the team and you raise money, then who's going to find the deal, right? And who's going to manage the deal? You need an operator as well. You, you need to make sure that you vet and, and look at the best operators around the country if you're going to purchase you know, a multifamily unit. Like I said, I invested in the syndication, but we we interviewed the operator first, right? So now we know who's operating that building as an example. So I think I think a big misconception with a lot of individuals is they can do it themselves. Um, we're not in the world anymore where you can do anything yourself. And this is just my opinion, right? Again, um, I have a team of, I think, I don't know how many individuals on my real estate team, and I have a team of a thousand on the VA side. So I have like 20 plus individuals on my real estate team and over a thousand on my virtual assistant team. So those are all individuals that play a huge part in any type of success that I've ever had, right? I've never done anything by myself because I feel, you know, my background is is playing ice hockey. And, you know, when you play ice hockey, even if you're the best on the team, you can't win a game unless your goalie is good or your goalie makes a save or somebody blocks a shot or somebody back checks or somebody four checks, or if your coach doesn't put a good plan in, right? It's not only you, it's everybody on the team that actually contributes. Yeah, to- totally agree on that one. Uh, like not only sports on, you know, even even if it takes tennis or, you know, golf, there are individual games, but at the end of the day, that is also a team game. You need to have right coach or right team to support, you know, mentally and, you yeah. know, uh, health point of view. Yeah, totally agree on that, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, and what inspired you to start your own virtual assistant? company. It's interesting. The uh, I started, like you said in the bio, I started a couple of real estate education programs um, along the way. And all through the years when, I'm, when I was investing in my own business and also investing um, in our students and giving back to our students, there's one glaring need that I saw. Um, and that was everybody needs help and affordable help, right? So you need an individual because you look, you look at what's going on, especially nowadays, right? With, with minimum wage just going through the roof, keep rising, 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 rising. And to get somebody um, to work for you, it's, it's expensive, especially as a small business owner. It gets very, very expensive. So I always had that thought process and mindset to say, there's got to be a service out there that will be able to service not only my needs and my own small business, my real estate business, but also um, for all of our students. And then 
in 2013, I got introduced to what a virtual assistant was. I had no idea. Um, it was very, um, it was very uh, common in the real estate agent space, a lot more than the investor space. So a light bulb went on. Um, so in 2014, I said, why don't I put together, you know, the same coaching program or same education platform for virtual assistants? So started first my first company, 2014. Um, and two years I had to, you know, work out the kinks on training. And, you know, I started in the Philippines. So when you start a, a company in a different country, there's a lot of learning that you have to do a lot of things, a lot of red tape, you know, you got to do things the right way and building the right teams and building culture, et cetera. So took really two years to get rocking and rolling. Um, and then, you know, fast forward today, we're at around a thousand virtual assistants. So where exactly are VS located? We're out of the Philippines. Okay. We're 100% out of the Philippines right now. Awesome. Awesome. So how exactly are you coordinating with, you know, VS from Philippines? Yeah, you know, we have, like I said, it, it all has to do with the team. You know, I have an absolutely incredible team over in the Philippines. Go there, you know, three to four times a year. Um, it slowed down during COVID. Obviously, couldn't get there with with all of the lockdowns. But I'm going back there in November, um, which is our big event. We should have out of all of our virtual virtual assistant teams and support members, we should have about 800 at one event. So it's going to be really really cool. Uh, we have some support events as well. So we do a lot of a lot of things with them and and the team. And we also have a charity over there, so which is pretty cool. So um, and again. I anchor back to team. So that's, you're only as good as the individuals on your team. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, believer in that. So all are located in one place or they're located in different places? Or, nope. you know, are they working yep. remote? Okay. Very good. Very good question. It's all remote. So the management on, on all of our individuals, they're all remote and all spread out. Um, so that's the way we run it. Tried a couple of different models on it. And that seems to be the best for us. Got it. So what, what kind of services are your companies providing? Um, what kind of tasks? Yeah. Yeah, they do anything from anything from admin. So for instance, I'll just give you an example of um, some of our property management clients, right? That'll be a, a probably probably hit home the most probably on this podcast, but tracking of job completions, scheduling of work orders, communicating with contractors, communicating with owners. Um, getting payments from owners, uh, paying contractors, like I said, um, tracking insurance and tax documentation, um, clocking in and out for the field team, um, taking inbound calls from owners and tenants, because that's that's one of the biggest challenges. I know for me, um, when I would be managing my, these things myself, is you're getting calls all day long. Hey, my, uh, you know, my toilet doesn't work or my light doesn't work, all that stuff that owners can't stand. So this really, really helps out on sifting through a lot of the the time wasting tasks from you know both owners and also tenants calling, uh, also invoicing, et cetera, tracking finances, so on and so forth. So that's just a I think I gave maybe ten to twelve tasks right there. Got it, got it. So how exactly it works if like if like, if any like entrepreneur or investor if they want to use your company services, yep. what what is the what would be the process? So process is very simple. We we have a team that is set up to take in a strategy session. So let's say you call, you talk to Willie, say, Willie, hey, um, you know, I have a, a property management company or I have a fix and flip company, and I'm looking to outsource cold calling as an example. I'm looking to outsource text message. I'm looking to outsource property management stuff. So then what Willie does in our um and our mission team does, they walk through exactly what the tasks that you want done. And then we hand it over to our placements team. So our placements team is kind of like match.com. We do predictive indexing. We do 
um, um, disk profiling. So what we do is we find our, we look at the exact pool that we have for our, our virtual assistants and they've already gone through training. We have a set training for about three weeks to a month training for our virtual assistants. So when they come through, now our placements team matches the fit for what you want in the the profile for what you want with the individual. So that's very simple. And then we move it off to our operations team and you have a manager that manages the relationship between the client and uh, the virtual assistant. Okay. So normally how long it will take to, to hire, you know, VA? So if you say um, it takes about, probably about seven days to hire somebody because what we like to do as soon as the, let's say, let, let's say you raise a hand and you say, Bob, I want to work with you. Yeah. You get on a call with our admissions team they get you over to the placements team. It could be as, as depending on your schedule, it could be as soon as three days, but we always like to say about seven days on average to get you up and running because we want to put you on three different interviews with three virtual assistants that we feel are the best fit for you and the tasks that need to be done. So that's uh, it's about anywhere from three to seven days. Got it. Got it. Cool. I think that that helps. So yeah. what, what do you think are the biggest challenges uh, that a virtual assistant faces? Uh, biggest challenge that a virtual assistant faces, um, I would have to say a lot of times it's us as the clients. Um, we don't incorporate our virtual assistants enough into your business. So for instance, if you have team meetings, always incorporate your virtual assistant to team meetings. Like for me personally, this is what I found is, um, you know, a virtual assistant in the Philippines is the same as a virtual assistant in the United States, right? It's same as, think about this. If somebody lives down the street from you, but they don't come in the office, it's the same exact thing as hiring a virtual assistant from the Philippines. You have to communicate. You have to set proper expectations as well. So I found in my own business, I use, I don't know how many virtual assistants I use in my own business, probably between 12 to 17 in my own my own real estate business. And I find if we don't communicate on a daily basis and I don't include them in the things that we're doing, what happens that causes separation. It's just, like I said, it's the same as is even in my own office. If I don't go to my disposition manager, I don't talk to him, there's going to be disconnection and alignment. So I think that's I think that's important to know for everybody. Yeah, definitely communication and setting expectations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So as a CEO, what are your biggest challenges for running virtual assistant company? So biggest challenges for running a virtual assistant company. Um, you know, I worked out the kinks. I've, I've owned a company for, what is it? Eight years now. So at the beginning, my challenges were a lot of, lot different than today, right? Um, and I think it's, it's important to know when you first start up in any company, um, it's the grind. You're working 70, 80 hours a week, right? Now, it's the, the most important thing is it's your people. It's getting the right people. So that's not a challenge for me now because we've already established a very good reputation. Um, but I would, in the, the advice I would give to anybody is in your companies, make sure you, you do the best you can to establish a very good reputation. Because once you do that, now you'll get a lot of referrals coming in and individuals will want to work for your company. So um, my biggest challenge today, um, it's just, you know, continue growth, right? Just to continue to grow in a steady manner. It's not to grow too fast. I think growth in any company is important to do it steady, to be a very steady growth. So I think, I think just like anybody else, I think it's continue to grow, continue to separate yourself from, from the competition. There's a lot of individuals that jump in the business, you know, in, in go out of business pretty quick, right? And you see the same thing. So it's just really weeding through, you know, those individuals to get to the right company. Got it. Got it. Thank you. So what do you, what's your thoughts on future of virtual, virtual assistance industry? 
My thought on the industry is um, it is here to stay. Uh, you know, you look at what COVID did, right? I mean, COVID actually created this industry to be okay to work with virtual assistants. Before people would question, say, you know, really, you're working, you know, you're working with a company out of the Philippines. How does that work? And they were a little skeptical. But now that, you know, Americans are more aware and are actually open to work from home, you know, bigger companies are, are allowing employees to work from home on a part-time or sometimes full-time basis. It has opened investors, real estate agents, investors, brokers, um, real estate professionals. It, now it's okay to work with a virtual assistant because now it's really more mainstream. So, um, you know, I think all of this COVID has helped the industry in general be more accepting. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So would you share any of your, you know, best uh, investing or best uh, best experience from, you know, managing what for a uh, stand company? Yeah, you know what? Um, so when, when you look at real estate investing, I look at I look at the clients that we have, right? And I think that's important for any business to look at, you know, who uses your service. And a big industry for us, obviously, the real estate professional side, going all the way from, you know, real estate agents to, um, real estate investors to fix and flip to property managers to bigger companies like that that use our service. And you know the tasks will range anywhere from admin tasks to accounting tasks to phone tasks, right? Uh, ISA they call them um, in different industries, right? Because you know you look at what we do and and for you to acquire properties, we have one individual that um, uh, that uses our service. He owns a company called Realflow, good buddy of mine. Um, and he uses our virtual assistants to call all property owners because he's looking to buy commercial properties, right? That's that's a, an example that I'll give you on this side of it because, you know, acquisitions, especially nowadays, you know, with the market kind of turning, I think there's going to be way more deals than there were before, right? Because everything, you had low interest rates. As interest rates rise, property values will go lower. And if you have, if you have access to cash, you're going to get better deals because financing you know, we all know financing goes up and down, right? On on these type of uh, projects and properties. So, um, I think those are the tasks, and you start looking at, at what they can do for you. They can do anything over the phone. So, if you outsource any type of task, like I said, and I keep using this example of somebody across the street, right? That lives across the street, you could outsource to a virtual assistant company like mine. Got it. So, what what are your top three tasks that your company is supporting? Top three tasks. Um, Admin, phone work, um, and I'd probably say now it's getting more and more on the accounting side. We do have a medical division um, that works with a bunch of medical offices as well. So I'd probably say those top four. Um, and, you know, there's subcategories in those, um, like, you know, taking in uh, calls from, let's say, tenants, scheduling work orders, like I said, communicating with contractors, paying contractors, getting payments from owners, like tracking all that stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. How about your, your assistant supports any renovation from property management side? Um, so you start looking at that on the property manager side, is that what you asked? Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would still go with those. It's the top 10, which would be which would be um, taking inbound calls. Um, tenant screening is a big one as well. Yeah. Um, because if you start looking at tenant screening, that's those are all time wasters. Because if I have someone in the office, you know, just even going through going through um, tenant tracks or whatever system you look at, right? You got to look, you got to make sure that you proof whatever the bank statements are saying. You could call the the past uh, owner of a property to 
do some more tracking on that tenant. So that's one of the big ones that we've found that our that our uh, clients use. Um, and then you know tracking insurance and uh, tracking of finances and clocking in and out team the the field on the team. And there's just a lot of moving parts when when you look at this business and. Those are all the tasks that um, you're either going to outsource or you're going to keep in-house. The cost to keep in-house nowadays is, is expensive, right? I mean, you hire anyone in-house, your uh, your costs are going through the roof. It's either you're going to pay a virtual assistant, let's say $10.60 an hour, or you're going to pay someone in your office 20 30 40 bucks an hour, right? Yeah. To do the same tasks. So that's the things you got to look at. Got it. Got it. And would you also share any challenging experiences as a virtual assistant company owner or real estate investor? Um, a challenge, you know, I, th- I think, so if I, if I put my real estate investor hat on, I think a lot of individuals are challenged with finding product, finding leads, driving in leads. Um, and, you know, we, last week, I think this is a benefit. Of course, I own a virtual assistant company, but it's a benefit to me and the real estate investing side for leads, because, you know, I have a bunch of cold callers. I have a bunch of text messages. So I, what I do is I, Cold call, text message, text message, and do direct mail right now. This is for lead generation side. And our VAs manage all of that. We had 100 leads come in last week. Um, we had, what was that before that? We had 80 the week before. So we have the leads coming in. And those are all individuals raising their hands saying, hey, I'm interested in, in selling my house, et cetera. So then all those leads go to our acquisition reps in our office. And then it's their job to turn that into, into profit. Got it. Got it. So what drives you what you are doing? Um, you know, I think what drives me is is building teams and helping helping people win. Um, I think it's very important for um, you know I have over a thousand, like I said, I've around a thousand people that work for me um, in the Philippines, and you know you're touching every one of their lives. They're helping them. We're helping them feed their families. Same thing with our guys here, right? You're helping people win. You're helping people reach their goals. You're helping, you know, in, in the uh, in the Philippines, it's great because you know, the individuals that work for us are now able to buy houses. They're now able to buy cars. They're now able to do the things because they have a steady, consistent job working for us. So I think that for me is a driving force. Um, and it, it's it's just helping individuals have a better life because we have a work from home set up and for them to be able to spend more time with their families, um, make a very good living for themselves, pay their bills, potentially buy houses, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's a passion and a drive on a daily basis for me. Got it. Share me any personal habits that are helping you to be successful. Some personal habits. Um, I actually downloaded Audible um, and just listening to books on tapes are very good. The, the most recent one was by Tim Grover called Relentless. A very good one. It has to do with He's an individual that worked with Michael Jordan, um, you know, Dwayne Wade, uh, Kobe Bryant, et cetera. And he just goes over and he breaks things down of how people are different. You're either a cooler, or a closer, or a cleaner. So I do recommend definitely listening to it. Um, and it breaks down, you know, it talks a lot about Michael Jordan and and you know his winning and Dwayne Wade and and uh and Kobe Bryant as well. Awesome, awesome. So share any personal learning or any one decision that you took have major impact on your life. Yeah, I think one thing, um, it was actually by a book. It's called The Compound Effect. Um, Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And and everything that you do compounds on on each other. And, you know, going back from sports, it, it was, you know, what are your daily habits? Are you working out every day? Are you, you know, shooting pucks? Are you doing extra than the other guy? Because everything on a daily basis compounds on each other. And 
I think in my business, it's the same, right? It's it's what you do on a daily basis, right? Sometimes you have setbacks, but you have to get up and keep moving forward. You got to put one foot in front of the other. So it's the consistency that you do in your business and your life and your in sports and in business, same thing. So once you keep doing those things, it compounds on each other in a positive manner. Could be negative too, right? If you keep doing negative things, it's going to compound in a negative way. So make sure you do the, the things in the right steps. If you're raising money, make sure you make those calls. Call everyone on a daily basis. Take someone out to lunch, right? Take someone out to, to for dinner, for drinks, whatever you're going to do. But that's got to be done on a consistent basis. And all that stuff compounds on each other. Because if you get one private money lender, they know another, they know another, and it all compounds on each other. So I think that's that's a takeaway um, that I would like to give people. Got it. Got it. So uh, apart from like the books you mentioned, any other book that impacted your life? Any other book? Um, and I always go back to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, how people typically in real estate get started. Yeah. Right? We all go, um, you know, Scaling Up was a really good book. Um, uh, the One Thing by Gary Keller too is another good book. Yep. So I think uh, those are just some off the top of my head. Cool. And how can listeners can connect with you, Bob? Yeah, if anyone's interested in connecting with me, just uh, you could check out our website at revaglobal.com, R-E-V-A global.com. You can also, you know, email me direct, Bob at R-E-V-A global.com. We're on the internet too, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think we're even on TikTok. I don't even know. I got to check with the team, but we're all over Instagram, LinkedIn, et cetera. So check me out anywhere there. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you very much, Bob. I uh, really enjoyed the conversation and thanks for sharing uh, your experience and starting uh, Virtual Assistant Company. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Rama. Appreciate sure. it. Thank you. Sure. Thanks for listening to Multifamily AP360. Check out the show notes and grab the freebie on our website, ushacapital.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Follow me on my social media. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.